What's poppin', what's poppin', everybody? I'm Mike. I'm Brian. And this is Hoopin' with Mike and Brian. And welcome back. Welcome back to this another uh, day in the studio. We are back after a little bit of a week hiatus. We have been gone uh, doing things, been very, very busy. Brian, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. It's good to be back in, in the studio, man. Obviously, we had uh, you know, our ups and downs over the last couple of weeks, but... Uh, we will get more content, I believe that, and this is just a little bump in the road, but we're back, and the grind, the grind's really beginning now, and we got a big year ahead of us, man. I'm excited, though, but I'm very happy to be back. Yeah, no, for sure. I know it's been a little bit of a rough patch uh, going through this last week. Um, unfortunately, uh, Brian, if you'd like me to say the news, or would you yeah, like you to can, say it? You, Would you like me to you say, say it? Um, unfortunately, I, I had a, f- unfortunately for Brian, not myself, but I found out uh, from Brian's side, uh, he had a passing side of his family grandfather, correct? Yeah, grandfather. Grandfather. Um, what was, what uh, was Corey James McQuillan. My, my dad, my James dad's, uh, same okay. name. Well, different middle names, but yeah, okay. he was a big fan of the podcast. As I said, uh, on the Instagram, he really was, um, our biggest fan. And I mean that one of our first fans, he, he, he barely could hear, but he, he listened every episode. Um, and I okay. sent you the, the text, the screenshot of him saying, oh, I, I love the podcast. Uh, you know, I got to get ready to listen to the next episode. So it won't be the same. Obviously, no, he's not listening, but he's listening up, up there in heaven. But uh, really? big, big listener of the podcast, man. And it, it just meant, it means a lot. And obviously, it's sad, but, you know, he had a good run, 84 years of age. But, uh, 84, 84. You know. No, I, I mean, I, it, bro- it broke my heart because I was, um, I mean, just finding out. Yeah. I mean, you and I have built a lot of a good good friendship and everything even with the podcast and everything we've gotten close so just hearing that broke my heart and you know i know i was very close with my grandparents i even told you that so i so i understood the passing and i was like you know what you know they he probably lived a great life and you know um he know i know he's watching over you and i'm pretty sure he's gonna keep watching Mm -hmm. over you and he's gonna bless bless this podcast and bless over you and bless bless your amazing family that you have because i know you told me a lot about your family in general and to be honest i told you just you know especially moments like that celebrate your family because you know it's always the best especially when you get moments like that you know your best thing to do is be with your family so yeah for sure i mean it was it was uh obviously tough uh you know when when you get up there in age like that for my grandfather like you know you know the day's coming but that's something you never really prepare for but uh, you know, he he lived a great life, and I'm just I'm happy that I had 20 years with him, man, because a lot of people don't have that, and uh, you know, we'll make him proud, and I know he's up there in heaven, you know, uh, in a good place right now, and no more suffering, so I'm at peace with that. Okay, man. No, 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 for sure. I I I, I appreciate you coming on and and even open up, because I, I understand if you didn't want to talk about it and everything and stuff like that, but I know I wanted to. Yeah, I, I love talking put, about him, so like I, no, I really do, so. That's good, man. Yeah. No, I appreciate. It. I appreciate because I, I definitely wanted to do something for the pod, especially on here. I wanted to set some light and definitely, uh, you know, kind of do a, like a little celebration. You know, make sure that you know he feels welcome and you know that he feels appreciated for, for sure. always supporting us and everything. So, but for the meantime, to do a little remembrance, I want to do an eighty-four seconds moment of silence for your grandfather. You know, for everything sure, and everything. It. So, um, if if everyone is listening, just please, nice little moment of silence for uh, Brian's grandfather so thank you
All right, and we pay. thank you guys. Thank you for everything. So, uh, shout out to your yeah. grandfather, yeah. man. Thanks again, Mike. Thanks again for having my back in the situation, man. But uh, you know, he's up there smiling, man. And uh, you know, make him proud. And you know, he's a uh, I don't know left an impact on this world that uh, you know I'll take with me every day. No, for sure, man. For sure, one hundred percent, man. So shout out to your family. Love all love to your family and uh, big loves out to uh, Mister. Corey McQuillan. Corey McQuillan. That's Corey McQuillan. Great name. So <laughs> we continue on with the episode today. So uh, today we will be going over tiers of players. I know we're still early in the season. I know we're very eager to get into the season and and talk and get into all this NBA talk and and watch the NBA because I know we we got a lot of young talent. We got a lot of guys going to new teams that were like, oh, we just want to see. We want to see how everything goes down. So today we're just going to be doing t- two. Um, Two tier lists and leading into a nice little discussion in the third segment. So our first segment, we are going to talk about teams. We're going to talk about teams in this first segment. Second team, we're going to talk about the top 50 players going into the season, this new season. And third, we're going to nice chop it up about the rookies, man. Talk about the young guns. Talk about even young teams and what teams that we think are going to make that next jump into that next level. Jump into, I mean, heck, we're talking about tiers. Jump into that next tier. Jump in from a C to a B. Jump in from an A to an S. You know what I'm saying? So um, we're just going to be doing that. And I hope everybody enjoys. And please let us know. Let us know on all our socials. Brian, on our socials, let oh, us know. Of course, man. Uh, you know, the usual, uh, you know, we're uh, at Hoopin with Mike and Brian on all streaming platforms and YouTube. That's our YouTube channel as well. We're at Hoopin.mb on Instagram and TikTok. And then we're also on Twitter at Hoopin underscore MB as well. So, you know, any platform you guys can find us on, literally iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere, YouTube, we're there. And feel free to reach out to us on our social media pages. And we're just uh, going to continue to make content for you guys. Yeah, definitely critique us. Critique us. Let us know how you feel about our tiers. Tell us tell us what you know about our RQ. Even know let spread our IQ. Let us know what you feel about the NBA games and NBA talk that we give you. Yes, sir. Let us know. Or even just ball talk, because I know we're gonna get into a lot of things. We can talk college, we can talk world stuff, we're gonna talk everything. We are a hooping podcast. We don't just talk about just one thing. We not one dimensional, baby. <laughs> we not just one level threats. Nah. We three level threats. We three are level on scores. every level with two two way three level scores, man. We do everything on the court. We don't just chill. So let's get into this, let's man. man. Top tier list of the NBA. Let's start it off, man. Who who we? I'm I'm. There's teams. I'm, we're looking at this list. Uh, Brian and I. We got a good little setup right now where Brian's able to see what I can see on my screen, mm-hmm. not from the same angle. So it's convenient that we can both look at one screen. He looks at another screen. So I'm looking at this. Are we just gonna name off teams, or you want me like to kind of like be a little surprised? You want to see? Do you want to kind of see my opinion? Yeah, and we then, got, like I maybe could, just throw it out there. I could build off whatever okay. you say. All, all right, right. All agree, right. disagree. Right. So I'm gonna start it off easy. S tier team. Bucks, yeah, uh, not much to add there. S tier team. How, how do you feel about that? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. If you, even though they had that first round exit, um, going into next season, I'd say them and the Celtics favorites to win the East. And you know, yeah. uh, hats off to the Heat; they deserve winning that playoff series. And not having Giannis hurt them. But uh, my only question mark is the Giannis situation with him uh, talking about possibly leaving Milwaukee. But going next season, without a doubt, they're one of the top four or five best teams in the league. Okay. I, I solely agree. I mean, just always the top of the East, knows how to handle in the regular season, always a team that dominates in the regular season. Um, still a lot of question marks, you know, about finishing, but they've definitely made some 
pickups going forward, so I feel like the Bucks going forward are definitely a team to look forward to, and they're always a team to look forward to, especially amongst the East. So, really picking back off of you, man. It's I agree. Just always dominating, always doing this. They have the arguably the best player in the world. You know, one of the best, second players. best, first second best, best, either one. You yeah. know, it's been argued. So, when you have that, and the guy gives you his effort every night, yeah. you're an S tier team. So Without I think they do pretty well. So S tier team. All right. How about how about I'll let you I'll let you you tell me what what you want. All right. Um, are we getting the easy ones out of the way? Let's see. Let's see. I want to see your. Opinion. I'll put. Uh, you got to put the Nuggets in the S tier. Fair enough. I, okay. I mean, defending champions obviously lose Nuggets. Bruce Brown, but they'll still be um in the running to win the Western Conference again, I believe. But uh, yeah, the Denver Nuggets without a doubt are again top four team in the league. Top four team in the league. No, I mean I agree. Reigning champs. Still looks like a really good team, especially with Nikolai Jokic at the helm. They still have their other dog, your boy Jamal Murray. Yeah. So, and then they have one of the best shooters in the league, man. I mean, I still hear it even on podcasts that Contavious Caldwell Pope. Is that who you're talking about? No, 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 MPJ. MPJ. Oh, MPJ. MPJ, yeah. man, oh that God. just the jumper, everything. hundred percent. I like that you put KCP in there, but remember three, how we talked about X factors. Yeah. So, if you ever want to go back into our episodes. X factors. I do talk about Catavius yeah, okay. Caldwell Pope being an X factor. So, like, and Michael Porter Jr. did say that on a podcast. He said, you know, he sees those memes. But if you do watch the Nuggets play, he's six eleven, like or six ten, whatever. Is when he shoots, it, it does look like he's open because he's so lengthy, lanky. He's tall. He jumps high when he shoots. Like it, it does look like they're open shots, honestly. Yeah, and no he makes do. them, so you got to respect it. Yeah, no, for uh, sure, for you sure. Pick one, Mike. Mm, okay. I'm gonna go. I'm. I'm sorry. I have to go bad here. I'm gonna go bad. I'm gonna go a little bit south from here. But so you're saying the Hornets are in terms of in the deep for the, the developmental. Fans. So you means yeah. I I I agree. They're not. Well, I will say this though. They had 43 wins two years ago when they had a healthy Lamella Ball and Miles Bridges, and both of those guys are coming back. But for now, um, yeah. But Miles Bridges isn't he trying to be on another he, team? He has a one year deal for the season. So I'd say. Yeah, you have to put them in that development place. I don't. I don't see them. The last two years have been really bad. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I don't think there's much that. I couldn't really see anything. I mean, I, I. It's really not a lot, especially the last two years. They have a lot of young guys. Mm-hmm. Some guys are just trying to be out the door. I mean, Lamelo keeps. Uh, I mean, I. I. It stinks that he keeps getting hurt with his ankle injury and everything. Yeah. And, um. I hope they could get away from that and they can kind of show up from here. But if not, they're they're. D level on this on this tier list. Yeah, I just want to start from there because at least with them we could kind of go from here. Because I'm sorry to get ahead of myself, but I'm also going to put another team here. I do not see the Washington Wizards being anything from there. Also, I'm sorry they have picked yeah. up Jordan Poole and Kyle Coo- and they got Kyle Kuzma and stuff like that. It's going to be nice to see them maybe go off. Like they'll put up empty numbers. Yeah, they'll put up. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know if I want to, but I'll say I love the Tyus Jones uh, signing or trade or however they got him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they'll be better than the Hornets, but mm-hmm. will they be? I-, I was a little bit higher on them two weeks ago, but then you know if you take a really di- uh, you know bigger deep into their roster, it's not very talented outside of Kuzma, Tyus Jones, and uh, obviously Jordan Poole. And defensively, I don't love it. I uh, obviously they lost Porzingis. I-, I agree. I think they are definitely in that D tier. Yeah, I couldn't really see anything past that. I, I, it's just hard because, I mean, the last two years, really for both teams, have just been abysmal, just horrible, mm-hmm. like not really that good. They've had players that have come in and maybe like 
shined a little bit, but it's like they want to get out of there because these franchises right now are yeah. just not doing their best. And we hope they turn it around, but it's kind of ugly right now, yeah. in both in Charlotte and in Washington, unfortunately. So, but hey, I get to go watch when I get to go home. I get to watch some Wizards ball. So That's true. It's yeah, kind of nice, but. You know, maybe yeah. I can go see some Jordan Poole, see how he could perform and see Johnny how he Davis, does. Johnny Davis, man. Oof. Johnny he had a rough, say, rough year last a rough name to say. But, um, <laughs> all right, Brian, I, I kind of had to pick two because yeah, I want to throw out kind of like the bad ones out first. But what, what do you say? I'll, uh, I'll make it a little spicy. I'm going to put – I'm gonna, I'll team I'm, I'm high on this year. Okay. The Orlando Magic, I, I think. Whoa, where are you putting these boys at? I'm, I think they're either a very low B or a very high C. I'm gonna put them in the C for now because okay. the they the, they're young. I love their young core. I think they I gotta see how course. we build. The yeah, exactly. Together. I think they're. A ste- I think they will make the play in this year. So I think they're a step ahead of the Wizards and Hornets. Uh, I, I think Paulo Bancaro. I don't know if he'll make All NBA this year, but I think he has All NBA written all over him. Uh, I think he's gonna take a big step this year. He was. If you want to take a look at uh, at our previous episodes, he's a top five power forward for me going into the season. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, I, they, they had a good draft, Jed Howard and Anthony Black. I don't know how they fit in Orlando, but talent-wise, the talent's there. And you have Fultz, you have Cole Anthony, uh, obviously you have uh, Paulo and Jonathan Isaac. I love what they're doing there. I think they make the plan, but I have to see more from them and put them in the B tier. Yeah, no, that, that's definitely fair. The, the young core is definitely there. We've yeah. seen that from the Magic, especially over the last couple years. I keep referring over the last couple years because, I mean, especially with these young teams, these teams at the bottom – it's a lot of just young core teams. A lot of guys that we see a lot of potential, especially with this Orlando match. We got Paolo, Franz. I mean, um, you got Jalen Suggs. Oh, I forgot about Franz, too. Franz, too. Franz is a beast. See, you keep it, everyone keeps forgetting about Franz, and Franz is like low-key. Probably their uh, best player. Is like their best Outside, player. Only between him and Paolo, I'd say. I mean, yeah, exactly. So I'm just like, but that, you that, forget they're gonna one of them. They're going to be good, dude. In five years, they're going to be they're gonna be good. Uh, I want to say the next two, three years, they could I, be really, again, really I'm gonna good. Say, I think they'll make the – well, I think they'll make the playoffs this year. Play in definitely, and if they win the play in, they'll be. I, I think they're okay. a top ten team in the East. Okay, I gotta see how we build out the B because I might have them as like a lower. Uh, I just have to not. see more. From, I don't know. You know, I gotta see. Hopefully, maybe two weeks in the season, I can tell you they're a B team. Hopefully, but I love. I'll, I'll do another one, Mike, because uh, this is another team I'm high on. Okay. Um, the Detroit Pistons. I, I I actually, I think C team. I think they're right with the Magic. I think they're going to be very close. So I'll put them with the C for now again. Okay. Would you I, say they're better than the Magic, or would you say? I love – I'll put them below the Magic for now. Okay. Because I, I think Kate Cunningham coming off the injury, if he was healthy last year, maybe they'd be above the Magic. The young core – I love the young core. They have, uh, obviously, Jalen Dern, Kate Cunningham, uh, Sora Thompson, I think. Um, they have Jaden Ivey, obviously, Bogey. I think the Pistons they might have a they might have more veterans on that team, but the Pistons are going to be going to be a good team too. Again, the C teams are teams that I think are going to be good this year, but they, they, I just have to see more from them. I can't put them in a B tier B tier team yet because yeah. I just haven't seen enough. And Kate Cunningham's healthy this year, and he, he could make an uh, he could make a help make the Pistons make a run this year. I think. Yeah, no, no. I, I've I was high on the Pistons last year. Like I said, another just team with a young, really good young core. Now that they've added, what do you think of Jaden Ivey? Sorry to cut you off. No, Jaden Ivey's gonna be a guy for them. I mean, he's he's kind of like a 
how I see uh, what's face on the Mavericks, Jaden Hardy. Jaden Hardy. Jaden Hardy. Jaden Hardy. Jaden yeah, Ivey. He's just up and up and down. Jayden up Ivey. and down. But he's but, a rookie. But he's a rookie, and to be honest, he's just trying to get his shots. I like how aggressive he is. Mm-hmm. I know you, 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 you struggle with volume shooters and guys that try to get up their shots. I, I don't because especially in his his ideal position that he's in. He's perfect for it because he's a off guard with Cade Cunningham who likes to pass the ball. I mean, we've seen Cade. Cade likes to kind of get a triple-double. He's 6'8". He likes to move the ball around. So him and him and Jaden Ivey are good because he passes off to Jaden Ivey. Jaden Ivey's just going to try to score the whole time. Yeah, he goes to the rim a million percent. Like a million. And goes, yeah, and goes, goes hard. hard to it. So it's like it's crazy. I, I, I like it especially. And then you got Bogey with a nice little veteran who could just really just catch and shoot dagger for you. Knows what he can do. Is good, kind of really good on the defensive end. Kind of just get your pokes in there. Yeah. And then you got your young man like that. I've said I love this guy, Jalen Duren. Really good rim protector. Young, very agile, very versatile. And he's what's maybe six ten, six nine, maybe six. Feet, maybe is he short? I didn't know he was that big. I thought he was like six ten, six six nine. Um. I, can fact I thought what's his face was bigger than other big man on the on the Hornets. Mark, Mark, Williams. Mark Williams, I think he's like six ten, six eleven. Jalen Darren. Oh, can see, and he's big and he's versatile, and he's like he you know he's too. a little fragile, so he can run. So you need a big man that can run the floor. He's and nineteen do that. years old too. Wow, I'm older than him. We're older than him. We're older than nineteen, and he's a he's a dog man. I, I like him. He's kind of like a automatic double double every night. He can get you a nice little ten points off of pick and rolls, a nice little ten rebounds, and then he can add at least get you two through blocks in the game. So 100%. I think it's a good little mix. I. I'm sorry here. I would do this. I would have the Pistons over the Magic. I'm sorry I, to my Orlando. I people. don't think. <laughs> I, I I'm not going to disagree because I, I think they're I think they're better really coached. He, uh, Steve, who's the guy in Magic? Oh, is, is it? Um, it's Steve Clifford, not Steve no, Clifford. No, no. Oh Lord, that's an old coach. <laughs> oh, Jamal Mosley. Jamal Mosley. I, I I would take Pistons the Magic have... over them, but I I don't think you can really go wrong either one. That's fair. That's but, fine. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I think it's, it depends on what you're valuing a little bit. But all right. What's a good yep. team, Mike? I'm going to do this just for – I'm going to I'm gonna do it early. I'm going to take my team. I'm just going to put them B tier. B? Oh. B tier. I'd probably put them at A. I'm going to put them at B if we don't get Dame. <laughs> if you don't get Dame? If we get Dame, I put us in A. But the only reason why is because we have Dame. Because right now, we since we don't have Dame, I'm just going to base it off the fact that we will probably not get him until yeah. the trade deadline. Still not going to go into the whole spiel because it's just craziness. But um, we still don't have a team. A, an A team. We don't have an A like team. Like you're saying. We have I a feel, B team. And you lost Struis. You lost Vincent. That's fair. Yeah, we don't uh, have. Did you get like, any free agents? Like big name free agents? No, we did not get any really good free agents. So that's why I really put us there in that tier. So going forward, we'll see how this is. But. We got to go into a break before we go. Uh, we'll finish this top tier in segment two. So, Brian? Yeah, this has been Hoopo and Mike and Brian right here on U92 The Moose. What's popping? What's popping, everybody? I'm Mike. I'm Brian. And this is Hooping with Mike and Brian. Welcome back from the segment. We are here on U92 The Moose giving you top tier list of the NBA teams going into the 23-2024 season. So, we finished it off last time with the Miami Heat. Brian, I told you we really, really didn't make any crazy pickups. We kind of lost some guys like Gabe Vincent and Max Struess. Um, so unless we add you-know-who to the team, I would put them in the A team. I know we are a team that did just go to the finals, so I should probably give them. But I'm going to be more realistic. I'm not going to be one of these crazy fans that has 
has us very high. We're a B team. Because to be honest, we were a B team in the finals, is what everyone was saying about us. So, that's what I got to say about my Heat. But moving forward, do you have anything else? Do you have anybody else? On the Heat you're talking about? I mean, if you want to say anything else or you want to throw anybody. Um. Yeah, I was going to say, I guess uh, another young core that I'll say is an A team or the Kings. I, I think the A team Kings. Okay, because I I, like I, I think they have that playoff experience. I mean, Game Seven against the defending national, the de- defending NBA champions at the time, Golden State Warriors. You take them to the seven games. I I think you got to give them respect, and I think they're going to be up there. The West is difficult. I mean, there could be a five game uh, differential between the three seed and the eight seed for all we know, like how it is like every year. Yeah. But the Kings are going to be good. They're reloaded. I mean, they brought back pretty much everybody. I don't think they lost anybody. It, it's things because Sacramento is not really a place that signs big name free agents. I don't know who wouldn't want to play for the Kings right now, but yeah. uh, they're so fun to watch. I, I'm, I'm all in on the Kings this year. Again, they're not a championship contender, I don't think yet, but I, I do think they're a step ahead of uh, you know a B tier. So I think you got to put them in A. Yeah, Even know. though they did lose in the first round, but. They I mean, they had to go up against the Warriors. And yeah, they not had a, a favorite more. Yeah, not probably the best matchup you want to have in the first round. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, they still, I mean, even in moments, spurts, they were outplaying the Warriors by a lot. I mean, they were able to keep up with them and outplay them. And, and their, so Barnes hit that shot. I think it was game six. I don't remember, but he hit that. I, I just remember watching the game. Some of those, hey, some of those, some of those buckets go different ways. Some of the, some of those, like, last-minute buckets go in, man. I think you see the Kings moving on, man, because, I mean, even with the Warriors, I, I saw, like, oh, I'm starting to see this Kings team. I, I said it there. The Kings played like the Warriors, very up-tempo. Yeah, you, you, you were fast. high on the Kings all year. I was high year. on the Kings the whole year, and I just kept saying, I was like, watch out. Like, they're they're young. They want it. They, they're they they're there. Um, DeMontis Sabonis, I'm very high on DeMontis Sabonis. So, I was like, he's, he's that guy. He's really good interior. I mean, I wish he probably would have took more jump shots because that was what was killing me. But yeah, hundred in the I playoffs, mean, he had the mid range open all the time, the whole time. But I mean, even then, they were still keeping up with him with the fact that he was doing that. And just picture if he was able just to just be like, all right, I'm just gonna keep shooting these and get these easy points. Like there were some times where like they'd go on like an eight and zero run, and they would simply just need like another bucket just to like kind of stay more in the lead, and he would just pass up those little mid-ranges. I'm just like, dude, just make that. It's an easy little jump shot. They'll start getting annoyed. They'll press up on you, and you're so good at passing the ball, you're literally just going to take it, pass it, and it'll be a wide-open layup, wide-open dunk for probably De'Aaron. Yeah. He's probably coming off the a roll or coming off the, um. oh, my gosh, coming off the handoff, and he's coming off spread, just grabbing and going. So I, I like this as an A-team. I, I like the Kings. I I would put them in the A, and I, I agree, man. I agree. I like this Kings team. I'm still highly on them, and I think going forward, I think they're going to be a really good team in the West. I I'd say top five for sure. All right, I can't disagree. I think they got over that. They're going to get over that hump. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. But another team. Can I ask you about a team, Mike? I'll ask you, and I'll let you. Uh, mm. I want to hear what you think about the Mavericks this year. Hmm. Because, I mean, I do like the Derek Lively draft pick. He only averaged four points, four rebounds at Duke, I believe, or Kentucky, wherever it was. Mm. But he's kind of what they're missing, that, that rim presence. I mean, they lost JaVale McGee, but yeah. they need defense, and they got Grant Williams. But I want to hear I, – I know I kind of – I'm asking you, where where do you put the Dallas Mavericks? Uh, it's hard. Because, I mean, you have Kyrie, you have Luka. They signed Seth Curry. They signed Seth Curry. I mean, the Derek Lively draft pick was decent, but I mean, still, you kind of pick a guy that wasn't really anything yeah. at 
Duke. That you can tell that's more fit than anything else, I guess. Yeah, they were really just trying to find a, a rim protector type of guy, which is like what they need. But I mean, they do have Dwight Powell, so I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. But know. Dwight Powell is like an undersized kind yeah, of big because they need like another. And they got guy. another undersized big with Grant Williams too. Yeah, so I mean, they'll definitely be able to space the floor. Whatever offense they're trying to find with spacing the floor, they'll have that. But the presence shows, especially with them, because not a lot of them, especially like Luca and Kyrie, are really the defensive line. I was going to say the defense. The defense yeah. worries me a little bit. That's why they try to get guys like Derek Lively, because then it's just like they're trying to play Ole defense with Kyrie and Luca and just being like, oh, just go to the paint and we just force you to our rim protector. So I, I'm not going to lie to you. I put them C? C. They're above the Magic and Pistons in the C level tier, but like on a B level tier, if the Heat are B level, I'd probably put them as a B level. As much as it pains me to say, but their talent is just Luca's going to be an MVP candidate. But um, they would. I mean, I agree. It's hard for me to agree, the, the, but the, they'd be very low B level. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, low B level. But the the another problem is the West is just going to be so good this year. It's like that's the thing. They could very well be an eight nine seed. Like you, you could look at this and be like, "There's seven teams in the West better than the uh, Mavericks." So I could, I see why you think it's a C tier. I, I think they're above the Magic and Pistons, obviously talent wise, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, are they better than the Heat? I don't think so. Um, no. but I do, I do like they're, they're look. They're trying to please Luca. Like Mark Cuban's trying to. It, it, it didn't work last year, but they took a gamble and uh, they did re-sign Kyrie. So maybe there's a vision there that they have. I'm interested to see what the Mavericks look like, but like they gotta just. I think Luca and Kyrie just they have to. It wasn't even completely their fault last year. It's the defensive side of the ball, but for them to compete, you have to defend. True. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see going forward with the Mavericks. It's just it's really their defense that lacks, and like they could score, and we get that they're gonna score, but their defense is to the point where it's just like you're just seeing fast breaks on fast breaks. It's just. It's kind of one-sided on sometimes, but if they don't even have the presence inside, it's kind of like weak because then teams are bringing it into the paint. You're kind of just like go easy points in the paint against the Mavs. So we'll see how it goes for the Mavs. I mean, I, I say C teams because they're barely going to be reaching even the West play in a lot. I mean, even on the standings, you and I were like, they probably make it in the play in, barely make it into like the playoffs. So that's why I was thinking C team, but. Moving on, moving on from then, I, I'm gonna put this team in there. I I see him in here, and I don't know because I feel like you'd break up a little bit higher, but I think they're in here. Yeah, I I, 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 think, I think I think Clippers in the B tier. I think they are in A tier, but I mean, again, I, I, there's a bunch of question marks. I, I'm not, I'm not gonna completely disagree with you there. But I think when they're if they're fully healthy, you could make an argument they're in this S tier. But I would put them in the A tier if it was up to me, because I mean they brought back again a similar team. I don't think they lost anybody. I don't think they signed anybody crazy. They still have Kawhi and PG. And if they're healthy, I mean I, I do think they're in A tier. But it, it's if. Yeah, it's a lot of if for me. It's a lot of if because there's another team I'm thinking that it's a lot of if. But Clippers are definitely a B B tier team for me because. Maybe maybe it is that I'm I'm probably being biased. I put Miami here, and I'm looking, at, and it's a kind of like perspective that I'm kind of comparing these teams to Miami. And I would say yes, on paper, the Clippers do seem a lot better than Miami. I would say on paper, a hundred percent, the Clippers look a lot better than the Heat. But I mean, the way we win and the way it's like we do our things. I mean, I guess it's obviously yeah. different, but it's just like we don't even with guys backing down, we still. 
we still are doing good in our in our respective conference. Even though, yes, I know the East isn't good, but I'm sorry, we're not. We don't even have a team. Like a lot of players, like they look at our team, they're like, "Oh, it's the Heat." Like who we have to really worry about in the regular season? Because Jimmy's barely trying. Tyler's playing. I mean, that's that's really about it. You got our young guys probably trying to make a name for themselves, getting more minutes and more touches, which is like good. But that's really about it. Yeah, I I I like Ty Lue as a head coach. So I put him A, but again, I see why people would put him B. I I, I do see. No, because this is a lot of if, a lot of yeah, if, yeah, if, too if, much if, too much if. Yeah. Um, Celtics. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they're, they 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 were one game away from the finals this year. Mm-hmm. Um, if Jalen Brown doesn't play as bad as he did in Game Seven, you know. But yeah, I mean, there's not much to dribble there. with the left hand. Yeah, they're probably the favorites along with the Bucks to win the East. So okay, I'm glad we could agree with that because then I I feel like I'm glad you're focusing on like the fact that the past recent is like they've been right there, right there. But even just additions moving forward, they got a big man now going and moving forward. They have a First guy steps. that can play. Like Losing Marcus Smart, though, is going to hurt them a little bit. Yeah, they'll but definitely lose their still guard. Derek White and, and Brogdon. Defensive. Sorry yeah. to cut you off, but. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. I like Brogdon and Derek White, uh, really, because they bring more of the offensive side than Marcus Smart. So, Marcus yeah. Smart kind of. Who's going to start? Is it going to be Derek White? I know Brogdon was coming off the bench last year. I would year. think it would be Derek White. Yeah. Um, I think. These are two teams I'll put in the S tier. Actually, I'm going to put the Lakers and the Suns in the S tier. I think the Suns. I mean, they, they they obviously the Bradley Beal trade, but they did sign a lot of guys to fill out their. I agree with Suns Lakers. I'm going to put them in that. Look yeah. at the. I, I think the Lakers made some really good moves this offseason. Yeah, I mean that's fair. Um, like, hear me out here. I mean, they got uh, obviously they got Cam Reddish. Um, I got to look. I got to pull up right here. They have obviously LeBron, AD. You, you re-sign Reeves. Um, you have Hachimura. You sign Jackson Hayes. Jalen Hood, Shafino, the guy from Indiana, they drafted. Torian Prince is another guy they signed. Kept D'Lo. They still got Vando. Gabe Vincent. Christian Wood too. I, I hate I hate the Lakers, but I think they'll be competing for a championship this year if LeBron and AD are healthy. That again, the, they're a low S tier team. Low but S-tier they, 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 they. I think they're. I think they're reloaded. They're gonna be ready to go. That's if, fair. So I, I I could agree. And I you know I, I hate the Lakers, so it pains me putting them there. The reason why I say they're a tier, because you know what I'll, I'm so you know what no I'm gonna stick with it. The reason why is because I think this team is still S tier. I think the Warriors S tier still. Yeah, I agree. And I don't think the Lakers are an S tier team like the Warriors. I I, I think because I feel like they still have their team intact. We still have to think if that team's going to work out again because how we saw how they played. Yes, the end of the season did work out for them, but we saw how the beginning of the season and it looked abysmal. That's true. I, I think though, if you were to tell me before free agency, I definitely say Lakers are without a doubt an A tier. But I just think the pieces they added in the offseason, the role players with Jackson Hayes, Torian Prince, uh, Vando, uh, keeping Vando, obviously keep, uh, keeping Reeves, and you have Cam Reddish. So you think the Lakers? Because I would almost agree. I think the Kings almost have it. Almost not fully put together. I'd but say the Lakers are better battle. than the Kings. I, I do think I, I I think I don't know if the at the at the end of the regular season the the Lakers have a better record because I don't know how much LeBron and AD are going to play. I mean they added that resting policy, but um, I, again I, I hate the Lakers, but I, I would put them as a low S tier. I think they're probably the sixth best team in the league, seventh maybe, but yeah. Mm. But you can huh. keep it at A. You, no, we'll keep it at S. We'll keep it at S. We'll keep it at S. Because what you said, but. Interesting. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, can't go wrong there. I can't go wrong there. Okay. 
How about this? Um. Well, tell me more. So, the reason why I put this team, because they're on the rise as well. They were amongst the East. The Cleveland Cavaliers we're talking about? Yes. They're amongst the East for the very longest time. They had the best-rated defensive team, really. That's fair. Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. They really kept the team intact. They get another guy like Max Schroes, who's a shooter. They did really good pickups along the way. They got Imani Bates. Your boy, yeah. My boy Imani Bates in the draft. So, I mean... Going forward, it looks like they're going to still be good because they didn't, it didn't look like they regressed. It looks like they kind of were like, okay, we're going to get these pieces and stuff like that and still keep our team intact. And I think they still need because it was the first year with Donovan. It's the first year with Donovan. That's right. So, I mean, obviously you're going to get Donovan and his volume shooting and all his scoring and everything, and they got that. And they got to yeah. see how it goes with Darius Garland. And, and there was times where it was like both of them, when they both were on, it was like, oh, crap. Yeah. Scary. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think – um. The Cavs, I think they're. I think they'd probably be a low A in my opinion. Um, obviously, last year the playoff, Donovan Mitchell since his rookie year where he beat the Thunder with uh, Melo, PG, and Russ hasn't really got over the hump in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So that's the one thing. But look, you know how I, how I've been critical of Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell is awesome, dude. He's a, one of the best shooting guards in the league. I'm not going to deny that at all. And I think Garland is an underrated playmaker, probably. And they do have, as you said, the best defense in the league. Didn't I argue Donovan Mitchell was the best shooting guard in the league? You did. I, I, I think he's the second best shooting, second or third best shooting. I, I think, respectfully, I have to put him at two. Like, I can't – as much as you know who I love, I, we don't got to get into that. But uh, 1A, 1B, maybe, I'll tell you that. Because <laughs> I, I think Devin Booker is the best shooting guard in the league. Fair but, enough. Fair um, enough. I mean, yeah, I'll say you persuaded me. I think I probably – going into that, I probably would put the Cavs as the best B-tier team. But, I mean – Donovan Mitchell, I, this is probably his make or break year for Cleveland because he can leave soon and, hey, New York. Yeah. He said it, man. He, he's from New York. But, uh, yeah, I, I can't disagree too much with you there. Yeah. This is why I put them in there because they're also a team that was the top of the East, but it's a big question mark. They're probably a really good team here. But if you see where my cursor's at. Yeah. I agree. I, I 100% agree. 76ers a B team tier because we do not even I, one I don't know what's going to happen two we see what happens with this team it's very yes they do good but it just doesn't seem right it still seems like hmm, what's going on what's this whole like they seem put together but then it's like they get to the playoffs and it's like they can't figure anything out yeah, and the questions with James Harden too. Like he doesn't even want to be there, and I don't know mm-hmm. if he'll even show up to training camp or how that's going to work out. Well, we're probably going to see um, Big Boy James like when he was in um, the Nets, where he was in all that weight. <laughs> yeah, but I yeah. mean, I, I, I honestly, I put I put the Clippers over the Sixers. I don't, I don't know how you feel about that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know you're just kind of putting it there, but I just wanted to. Oh uh, no. yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I mean the Sixers too many too many question marks. I mean. Yeah. And that, that that duo was never going to get you over the hump in the playoffs, and you saw it in Game Seven where they got they lost by fifty to Boston. It wasn't in Boston to be fair, but yeah. I agree. I don't think there's too much to say that I I, I don't this, I do not think the Sixers are an A tier team. They're not a C tier team. I think B is perfect for them. Okay, perfect, perfect. I, I it's just it's really hard to figure it out. But here I'm gonna throw something fun out there. Team is not there yet, but they're still young. I'm gonna throw the Rockets mm-hmm. in the C tier team. Yeah, I agree. I think the offseason. Um, moves they made were interesting with Dylan Brooks, Fred Van Vliet. 
I think maybe that alone maybe gets them more wins than the Pistons or Magic. I like the Pistons and Magic both more than I like the Rockets. Yeah. Um, I just I don't love the signing as a fit. I think there's too many ball dominant players. Van Vliet. Yeah, a lot of guards. Green. Yeah, so I agree. I I, I, probably, I put them as a lower C. I think they're going to be one of the worst teams in the league, but they're definitely above the Hornets and the Wizards because just because they have they signed enough talent to probably win them a couple games. Okay, I agree. I agree. This um this team. I'll say it. I'll do it. They looked good in the regular season. They do their thing. Monks the East. Okay. Oh, Knicks in the A tier? Knicks as an A tier team in the NBA. You think they're better than the Heat? I think they're better. In the regular season, they look better than the Heat. They performed better That's than the Heat. True. They scored more than better than the Heat. I mean, you want me to say more? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, I love the DiVincenzo signing. Outside of that, yep. I mean, they kept Josh Hart, so they got two, like, uh, I guess Dylan energy Noble boosters. Boys. Yeah, exactly. I just need Mikael Bridges. But, uh, That's what I keep saying. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I probably would put them as... You guys will go to the finals if you get a villain that finish that tree. I'm <laughs> telling the you, goal. they went to the national championship all together. Come on, just finish it off. Yeah, uh, that's funny. But I'll say, yeah, I mean, I, I probably would have put them as a high B, low A, but I think that's a good place for them. I'm loving what they're doing with the Knicks. Again, they didn't make many changes, so they're obviously not a. I'm sorry, they're yet. definitely they're not not. I'm not gonna say definitely they're not better than the Knicks or the Cavs. Unfortunately, you don't think they're better than the Cavs? No. Unfortunately, no. I, I'll agree with you on that for now. For now. They're a little bit deeper than you guys. They're deeper. They're deeper. You think? Your guys' bench didn't look like anything. Our our bench outplayed their bench in the playoffs. Really? Josh Hart, like, himself outplayed the Cavs. By himself. Uh, that's, that's fair. I guess by himself, yeah. yeah I mean, with Grimes, too. Grimes is, you know how I feel about playing Grimes. Yeah. Um, okay, that's fair. That's fair. I'll, 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 I'll agree with you on that. Okay. All right. So I mean, we still got we still got a good couple teams going into this next segment. I know we'd say we're gonna go into the players, but we'll do a really quick finishing off going into the third segment and go into NBA players. So we'll finish it off there. But we got a good little thing. We're we're definitely gonna I'm we're gonna have to post this tier list to our yeah. thing and show what people see what people think about this. So Brian, finish it off, my man. Yeah, I'll, uh, so it's it, well. This has been fun. You know, we're not done yet. So make sure to come back with us after the break as we finish off this tier list. This has been Hoopo and Mike and Brian right here on U ninety two the Moose. What's popping? What's popping, everybody? I'm Mike. I'm Brian, and welcome back to Hooping with Mike and Brian. We are finishing off this tiers list, this NBA teams tiers list, and getting straight into the NBA players tiers list. So we're gonna finish it off. Last time we talked. Um, what was it? The Rockets, I believe. Yeah, Rockets. We were just talking about just nice young cores. I'd like to piggyback off of that, and I'd like to put this team. This is gonna be a little surprising, but the team actually does good. But they are a very low version of this tier. OKC as a low B, B, B tier team. Yeah, I put them. I put them B too. I think they're gonna make B the team because I I believe they also make the playoffs as well. But it's like the plan. Playing, they make playing, playing, playing. I could see playoffs. them. I think their ceiling is a seven seed because I think the West is gonna be close. I think realistically, I think they'll be eight or nine. So yeah, well, mm-hmm. either way, seven seed still playing anyways. Yeah. But yeah, I'd say playing. Play, no, I, I agree. I don't think they're a top six team in the West, but I think they have the talent around Shea, mm-hmm. and they have they have a young a bunch of young guys. You know, Jalen Williams, Josh Giddy, those guys, and Chet coming back. Uh, mm-hmm. I agree. I I think that uh, there's not much to add there. But yeah, I agree. Okay. okay, I'm glad. I'm glad. I like it. 
I like it. I think the young core is good on that OKC team. So moving forward with the OKC. Yeah. This team is going to be a little surprising. Maybe. I don't know. I think they did a good pickup for the time frame that somebody will be out. But I think this team is a very amongst these other teams. Go Memphis Grizzlies in an A-team tier. I'm going to put it out there. When you're the top of the West for consistent years, I know they're going to be out without job, but they picked up Marcus Smart. That's true. Who was a good pickup for them because I know they did lose They did lose their nice little backup, good, really good backup, Tyus Jones. So I feel like going moving forward with Marcus Smart being in there for that 25-game suspension for Ja. Ja comes in and still does Ja things. I still think the Grizzlies are a good team even without Jaw anyways because they, they've done it on multiple times that they can perform without Jaw. Yeah, um, I'd say obviously if Jaw wasn't suspended, without a doubt, they're A tier. So I'd say low A, high B, so I won't disagree with you there. I think I I think they're going to be a little bit behind. I think if they're hovering 500 when Jaw comes back, they'll be in good shape. Yeah. But uh, if they're like five, ten games below 500, then they might be in trouble. But, uh, I mean, they have Marcus Smart holding down the fourth. But losing Tyus Jones I think is big for them as well. Yeah, but, um. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you. I think low A is fair. Fair enough, fair enough. Ooh, these are interesting teams yeah, here that we got some. Decent teams left here, Mike. Decent uh, teams left here, but very interesting because it's like, if I'm fair, I'm, I'm going to say it here. I do not see any more A or S team tier teams. A or is S. That, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't um, think I see an S, yeah, I, S or I, A team tier so. here. I think uh, I'm going to throw this out here. They're still young. They're still figuring it out. I think they're low on this tier list. But I think because of their draft pick, they bumped up a little level. But I'm going to throw the Spurs. They're a low, uh, for me, a low C tier team. I think for for me personally, I probably have them as high D. I'm not just trying to uh, disagree for no reason. I just no. think the only reason I say that is because I've said it before, but I think Victor's just not going to play enough games this year. They're going to be they're going to handle him similar to how the Pelicans handled Zion his rookie year because they're not winning a championship. Uh, that's why I don't think he's going to get rookie of the year just because he's not going to play enough games. If, he, if if Victor I knew was going to play at least seventy games, I do agree. I think he'd be C. But I, I think obviously they limited him in the summer league. But uh, I'd put him as high D. But again, I think uh, low C is fair. Fair enough as well. Fair enough. I. I Low C is what I put them because I think they still have good guys. I mean, I've I've put emphasis on guys like Malachi Brano, Calvin um, Johnson, Calvin. What was it? Keldon Johnson. Keldon Johnson. I said I thought you said Calvin Johnson. I think I might have Megatron. <laughs> uh, football. Um, Trey Jones. Trey Jones. They got Trey Jones. Um, they got uh, Jeremy Sochan. Yeah. And I mean, even with Victor there, I mean, Devin Devin Vassell still plays with them, right? Too. Yep. So. They have a pretty good young little core, so I, that's why I put them in that C team because they're kind of like that team. Even maybe even without Victor, if you see it, I I kind of still see they have a good little young core with those guys like Trey Jones, Malachi Branham, Keldon Johnson, uh, Jeremy Sochan, and all those guys. I still see that little young core, so I'm like, they're probably just on the lower end behind like the Magic Pistons and Rockets. So moving forward from there, another. I'm gonna do this. I, I'm sorry if if I don't see any change, bud. I'm sorry. I'm gonna do this to your team. They're a high what? D level team. The Timberwolves. The Timberwolves. For me, I, I did they. I, I don't see where they perform. I put them the the. Worst. I would literally the only possible way is I put them in this low C level team, but like, I put them the lowest B level. I mean, they still have Cat, Anthony Edwards, Gobert. 
I don't. Jaden McDaniels. But we still saw how that worked out. Still, it worked out. They're still at all good. Eight, they still finished top eight in the West. I don't. I don't think they do with the new eight with the team. You're saying with the new teams that are going to possibly come up in the West. You think that if, if they still play the same way, I think they're talented enough to make to make the plan. That's Just talent wise, I think they'll be a, a nine ten seed. So then a high C team. <laughs> if I say B and you say D, I think that's fair. A high C team. Yeah. Well, okay. We'll say. Do you think they're better than the Magic or Pistons? You don't think they're better than the Magic or Pistons? Yeah, I guess they're better than the Magic or Pistons. But I feel like the Magic and Pistons are going to make a bigger leap than the Timberwolves this year. No, I, I agree with you there, one hundred percent. They will. I just think the Timberwolves again. They make many changes. So I don't see them really going down too much. I think I don't know if they'll be. You an think AC. the Timberwolves are better than OKC? Um, better, better. Define better. You're saying just like in terms of where teams finish. Yeah. I'll say the Timberwolves will finish right behind the Thunder. That's why I'd probably have them. So maybe so. Okay. That's so, why I think low C is fine, actually, low, if you want to say that. Yeah. I mean, high or C. High C, but like low B. I see what you mean. Because okay. they're, they're below the Mavericks. They're below all those teams in B, but I think they're okay. above all those teams. Well, I think maybe we'll fix it up once we see where we see these other teams. So, okay. B-level tier team. If they have it all together, they've shown it. Yeah. I. You think they're better? Than the Timberwolves? I think they at, are. Oh, <laughs> at healthy, full healthy? At, at, hel- at he- uh, healthy, 100% I do. Okay, but, okay. again, that's another if. Um, Fair enough. I, I think, to be honest, again, we put we put the Clippers in B yeah, yeah, with yeah. ifs. Exactly. Too. So, I'll and, say I could see them being the 9 and 10 seeds each in the West. Okay. So, I'll, I'll say the Pelicans are slightly better. If Zion's healthy, definitely taking the Pelicans. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um. Hmm. Interesting, interesting here. On paper, this team should be here. Hey, look, I think on paper, this team should be here. On paper. But they're almost between here and here. I, I, I I would take the Timberwolves over the Bulls. Because I'll say this, okay. I th- not even just like roster wise. I'm saying I don't think those guys on the Bulls, DeRozan. I think the Bulls are going to blow it up. Fair. Enough. I think they should blow. I it up. will then. Because yeah, like I look, agree. Because like like the thing is, those guys are getting older. Levine's entering his, uh, in his prime, I guess. Um, DeRozan's getting older. Vucevic is getting older. Lonzo's always hurt. Hopefully, he got back soon. We're rooting for him. But um, the Bulls just have too many what ifs, and I don't see that. I think at best. At absolute best, the Bulls could, if they're healthy, could fight for a six-seven seed. I still don't think that's possible or likely to happen. I think the Timberwolves are slightly better, and obviously the Bulls being in the East is probably better for them. But they're, I'd probably put it behind the Magic and Pistons. The, the Bulls? Yeah, I would. They were the 12th seed this year. If and they I think blow it up, I mean, just going into the season, if they don't, I don't see... Because the thing is, the Magic and Pistons, kind of what you said before, both are ma- making a leap this year, and the Bulls kind of stayed the same. Um, but talent-wise, 100%, they're more talent than the Magic and Bulls alone because they have Levine, DeRozan, and Vucevic, and Lonzo on the bench, obviously, because he's hurt. Um, and they have they have guard depth. I mean, they signed Javon Carter. They still have Caruso. They still have Dasunmu, Kobe White. Yeah. Okay, maybe you could put them over the Magic and Pistons, but I'd still put them below the I only put them up because they haven't blown up the team yet is the thing going in forward. And I feel like if they okay. if they kind of perform good and they don't blow up the team, then I still feel like they're still around this area. They maybe kind of go up 
a little bit, but I still I agree with you though. I I kind of had a look at it. I just see. Yeah, I'll say this though: when Lonzo Ball before Lonzo Ball's injury, uh, mm-hmm. two years ago, the Bulls were number one in the East. So when they're at full strength and healthy and everyone's playing their best ball, I agree with you. They should be a, a high B, low A tier team. But yeah. you're, you're obviously Lonzo out this year. That's their floor general. Um, I'll say for now they're better than the Magic or Pistons, but I think by all-star break, the Bulls could be a completely different team. Yeah, that's fair. I agree. I agree. So, oof. Interesting. Okay, um, I look in here, Mike. I'll I'll, I'll do one real quick. I, I love what the Pacers are doing. I I do. I'll put them probably C tier, but above the Bulls. Okay. And you, I, if you I argue they're better than the Timberwolves, I wouldn't hate that. I argue they're better than the Timberwolves. I, I think because the I think they're Pacers, more of a team. Tyrese Halliburton. I, I love the Jarris Walker uh, rookie they got. Miles Buddy Heald still, Miles Turner. Hield. You could put him above the Timberwolves. They're going to try to put Benedict, my, my, yeah. my boy Benedict. I would say they're better than the Timberwolves. I'll, I'll say this again. I I don't think that I don't think I don't know if Cat finishes the year with the Timberwolves. Me neither. Um, That's the thing. I don't think a couple. I, I think they they signed Ant, so Ant will be there, and Ant's going to have a great season. But um, I'll I'll agree with you. I think the Pacers are slightly better than the Timberwolves. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Interesting here. Interesting. I'm going to put this because they... Ah, no, probably not. Mm. Oh, this is interesting. These teams look are interesting, interesting, interesting. Uh, yeah, I I mean, which team I want to do here, Mike? I don't even know. Uh, you know what? No, no, no. I'm going to stick with my guns. This team does play well together. They did good. They were amongst the thing. I'm going to put this team. They're a low B-tier team. The Utah Jazz. I'm going to have to. I'll, I'll actually. I disagree, I disagree but um, I, I see why they, they I competed. I think they're better than the, the Pacers and, like, the Timberwolves in that way. I think they are. They competed. They have Laurie Markkinen. Like, Walker Kessler's like They a, still finished as a 12-13 seed in the West last year. Which was crazy. The, I, I would say, honestly... Honestly, Mike, I I might put them behind the Pistons. Dang, I I because I, I don't think look at like look, I'm rating them too high. Mike, then, I guess Mike, look at like this. Like think about how hot they started last year, right? They were the best team in the league in the first 20 games, record wise. Yeah. And look where they finished. That's true. They dropped off. Uh, and do you see them having that start again? Look, maybe they no. will, but well, you look don't have to put them behind the Pistons and Magic. I, I think so. I think because the Pistons and Magic are going to be fighting for a plane this year. Jazz, I don't see them making the plan at all. Mm. Yeah. Again, okay. the West is very difficult. So if you put the Jazz in the East, maybe they're below, below the Magic and Pistons. Yeah. But that's not how it works. So again, one hundred percent over the Rockets. But okay. Magic and Pistons be fighting for a playing spot. The Jazz, I don't think so. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Because then, really, I see. Okay, with everything going on, and even like trade rumor talks, I don't. Where do you see this team going? The Raptors, you actually made me more optimistic on the Raptors than I was going to a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, Mike, based on right now today, there's I know the Damian Lillard speculation. I I might put them above the Bulls. They still have, they have Schroeder. They have Pirtle. They have Barnes, Ananobi. That's uh, true. I, I would almost argue that they're better. They're a little bit more at play as a team than the Timberwolves. It's hard because uh, the Timberwolves, the re- yeah. Because now they add Schroeder, they have they have Pascal, they get Gary yeah, Trent, they have yeah. Grady now too. Honestly, if you put them above the Pacers, I honestly wouldn't hate it. 
No, I feel like they're equivalent with the Pacers. Like if they're if it's there, they're just right I, next to each other. I think if they're right here, right now, today, I, I now that I think of it, I think the Raptors are better than the Pacers. Mm. But if you want to put them behind the Pacers, I mean, it's not like it's that big of a difference. It's kind of ah, ah, they're very similar teams. But like that, that three headed just too big of a reach. Those, those, I love that boy Tyrese Halliburton. I mean, Siakam, Barnes, and um, Ananobi. I, I don't know if I love how they play together. Because they kind of play similar to each other, especially Barnes and Ananobi a little bit. Yeah. Similar, not not the same, but similar. If it, I maybe the Pacers are a little bit more of a balanced team, maybe the Timberwolves are not. Nah, Timberwolves definitely more balanced. So I, yeah. I think that's a fair spot for the Raptors. Yeah, yeah. What for right here? Like, or I'd say I probably put them behind the behind the Pacers. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think you go either way. I put them. Be, I keep. Now that I think of it, I, I every time the more I think about it, I want to put them over the Pacers. I don't know. I have to we'll see. Leave it there, there Maybe for just for like the year. I don't know. I, I just think with the Pacers, they they seem more put together. They seem like a team that's going to make that leap, yeah. a bigger leap, I guess you could say. But these last three teams, interesting. I, I'm going to throw it out there. The trades go through and stuff like that. I'm going to throw it out there. They're going to be a team on the developmental side, but they're going to be probably the top developmental team. You're saying. If they lose Dame, I mean, even if they try to keep Dame, he's, it's not going to work out. I think I still think they'll be better than the Spurs. Yeah, that's fair. So then maybe we go like this. Actually, I'm going to switch it up. Well, I'll I'll drop them down because they're they're still a young team. They're still Are figuring they, out. Do you think they'll be better Spurs, than the Rockets? No, I think the Rockets will do better than the Spurs. I'm talking about Rockets Blazers. I think the Rockets will do good. Better than the Blazers. Hmm. I think so. If they have, bringing the Mayo, yeah, Duke, if, if Dame's not playing, got, yeah, if Dame's not playing, Dame's then, not playing. They do, Dame probably won't even want to play. If he yeah, keep I agree. I think that. I think that. I think that's fair. I think that's so. fair. Oh, we got two teams left, Mike. Nets and Hawks. I think the Hawks. I think the Hawks are slightly a B team. I was gonna say I think they're probably the lowest B team on there. Yeah, they're the lowest. Maybe maybe B they're team. better than the Pelicans, but. You know how I feel about Trey Young. I made that video on him. I'm high on Trey. I like Trey Young too. So I'm and I'm a Knicks fan, well. but he catches way too much slander. I mean, the most overrated player in the league. No way. I mean, the Crazy. dude, six one. He's he's compli- I, I'm not going to go into because I've already made a video. Eastern Conference Finals. Eastern bro. Conference Finals. Went into Boston, pushed them to six games. Won a game literally by himself. No disrespect, of course, but yeah. the Hawks, man. I don't know. I don't understand the Trey Young hate defensively. I mean, you got to keep that same energy for Luka Doncic defensively. I mean, but uh. Yeah, I think they're better than the Pacers. I don't know if they're better than the Pelicans or the Thunder, but uh, I won't disagree with you there, Mike. But, uh, you know, we got one more team left. The Nets, I'll, I'll say it. I, I probably would put them right behind the Jazz in the uh, in the C tier. Maybe behind the Rockets. But, um, again, I like what they're doing with Cal Bridges and Cam Johnson. But I'd say a low C. That might be – I don't know how you feel about that, Mike. I know you're high A low C? Like, I'd probably put them behind the uh, Jazz. Maybe in front of the Jazz, but right, right around there. Yeah, I agree. Right, oh, right there. Yeah, I agree with the, with the Jet. Yeah, that's yeah. Because I hope they kind of get rid of Michael Bridges to somewhere else. Maybe the other team across the bridge. You know, from yeah. Brooklyn Bridge. You know, I hope they do that with Michael Bridges, Mikael Bridges. But we'll we'll see. We'll see. I don't, I don't list, know. Though, but this is a good I'm list. Go moving forward. A little bit about each team. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely we're gonna have to post on the socials. Tell just show what people, yeah, what show thinking. what people think and see what these these are. These teams are ranked in their tiers respectfully, and 
just teams moving forward. Like we we kind of want to rank them not from best to worst, like in the S tier. Not saying like the Bucks are the number one team because we probably agree the Nuggets are, but. Going forward, we're like, all right, this team is good. This team, this team, you know, left to right is what I would say if you're going to read this list. But moving forward, we think these teams are representative in each of their tiers and teams that are probably going to make a really good leap moving forward. So definitely pay attention then to our socials. So, but Bri, we're going to move into these NBA players lists. Yeah. Which um, will most likely probably bleed into a, a a segment four, which will be on our podcast on Spotify and pretty much any, anywhere you can think of. Anywhere you can think of. So definitely make sure to go up on our socials or even hit links in our bios or anything so you can access our spot our Spotify podcast so you can listen to more if you want to hear more yeah. of us talk. So uh, before we go into break, let's see this top tier list for NBA players. Give you guys a little preview of what we're looking at. That's what I'm saying. That's what but, I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that was a great list. Went into a little bit of uh, detail for each team, probably more than we expected to, but mm-hmm. it was great analysis, I thought. Uh, and then, you know, Mike, I'll let you give a little rundown about this tier list we're about to do in the bonus segment, so make sure you guys uh, stick along. Yeah, for this uh, for the bonus segment, we're definitely going to just do um, a, a top 50 NBA players tier list, and we'll probably just get into, like, rookies and – just give a little chop it up about rookies and see what guys are going to make a really big leap for their teams. And, uh, yeah, we're going to do that, chop it up about ball, and keep it going and keep hooping. So, Bri, yeah, bring uh, it to the break. Just want to thank uh, United to the Moose for giving us the opportunity to uh, be live on air for you guys. Uh, obviously, I'll say it one more time, we're out on all social media platforms and all streaming platforms. We're at Hooping with Mike and Brian on YouTube. And uh, all platforms, that's exactly what you can look up on. Uh, and then in terms of social media, we're at hoopin.mb on Instagram and TikTok. And we're also at hoopin underscore mb on Twitter. So be sure to uh, you know reach out to us on any platform you guys want. We'll have polls on our Spotify and whatnot. Um, so, you know, just hit us up on Instagram or wherever. And we're, we're all ears. We want to hear what the fans want to see and what they hear from us if you disagree or not. But um, this has been an edition of Hoopin' Mike and Brian right here on U92 The Moose. Keep listening. Keep tuning in and keep hooping. What's popping? What's popping, everybody? I'm Mike. I'm Brian. And this is Hooping with Mike and Brian. And you have made it to this special segment, extra segment here on Hooping with Mike and Brian. Just got off of U92, the Moose Radio. So if you were listening, tuning in there, you have now made it to the special segment here on Spotify and all other nice little of our podcast streaming platforms. Um, this segment, we are going to be getting into NBA top tier list, and we're going to be getting into like just some nice talk about some rookies and talk about young, you know, young teams that are going to make that jump this year. So let's get into this, man. We went into teams. We didn't get into the depth of teams. We kind of talked a little bit about certain players, but these are the top 50 players ranked. We're going to put them into a tier list for next going into this next year. So. Brian, my man, do you see anybody on this list that you're like, let, let's just throw it out there and we'll put them on there? Yeah, I'll, uh, I, obviously you have the, the obvious. Um, I'll, I'll just give you four names I see right now that I think are definitely um, superstars or S-Factor. It's definitely Steph Curry. Okay. Definitely um, Kevin Durant. Uh, if you disagree, obviously, Tommy Mike. Uh, no, obviously, no. Jokic. Uh, and if Giannis is on here somewhere. Or Luka, and Lu- uh, Luka too, I'd say. Those are those are names. I'm sure there'll be more names we add there. So Steph Curry, we got 
Oh, Giannis is there. Nikola Jokic. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Where is he at? Giannis. S two. Where um, is he at? We don't see Giannis here. I do not see Giannis. He's definitely there. I saw. Oh, he's right here. Yeah, there you go. Giannis and you said Luca, right? Yeah, Luca. Luca and S tier, S tier Luca. Okay, Luca's right here. I, I, oh, I, I mean, I think Kevin Durant's still there. And then we said Kevin Durant. Yeah. Um. Okay. If you want to put him in A, I wouldn't hate that, but I'm gonna put him. Now that I think about it, I'm gonna I'm put him in A. I'm gonna put him in A. I'll put him. In I'm a. gonna put him in A because I feel like there's a couple players that I would maybe, not a couple players, maybe. If I'm looking through this, I see maybe one more guy I could put Jason in Tatum. Yes. Yeah, I didn't even see him. Jason Tatum, since he was like fourth. What about Kawhi Leonard? Is he A just because he's not unhealthy? Um, I would put him in A because he's unhealthy, but when he comes in, he definitely performs on a very, very high clip, high um, ratio. I mean, yeah, I did. he's very iffy, iffy, but when he plays, he's he's amongst. I mean, he argues to be top ten, hundred yeah. percent. So I would say Kawhi is is definitely below um, Jamal Murray. I see him. Yeah. yeah, where is he? You said below Jamal Murray. Oh, uh, yeah. I think when Kawhi Leonard plays, he's arguably the best a top five player in the league when he plays two-way man i mean there's not a lot of guys like him two-way that could do it on both ends yeah at his clip so exactly i agree i agree um i'm gonna do this for you boy i'm gonna do this for your boy all right yes sir okay perfect that's where i put him too a tier anthony edwards anthony edwards gonna make that leap it's making all year. nba this year i'm gonna continue i will to say. say that okay i i will have to see there all, all nba first team actually i'm sorry oh first team okay okay see i was agreeing the all nba because i was like he'd probably make a third second team but you say first, first team. team. okay so you're gonna say he's gonna be the top rated shooting guard by the end of the season i think statistically because devin booker is gonna have to take a little bit of a backseat with uh with um mm-hmm. Bradley Beal and Kevin Durant, and then Donovan Mitchell. Okay. Talking of Devin Booker, probably off of last year and everything, you said the number one point, number one shooting guard. So where do you put this number I'd one put shooting him, guard? Honestly, I put him behind Tatum as an S tier. Okay. If you enough. disagree, obviously. Tell no, me. I agree because if he's the number one shooting guard, I have to agree. But if that's the case, then at my point, then this guy is right there too. But he's in. I'll put him in A, respectfully. If you think if you think Donovan Mitchell is better than uh, no, 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 it's not that I think he's better than De- Devin Booker. I just think his team was a lot was a lot uh, was seemed a lot better than his team because the team didn't, wasn't that deep at all. I mean, it was really just him and Kevin Durant on that Suns team, and yeah, it was just really true. hard to watch. And Donovan Mitchell with this Cavs team was, I liked it. I I I'm probably just more Donovan Mitchell bias. But where is he? He's all oh, right here. Yeah. Got him. I will put him right here, or respectfully, right there. If you put him over Kevin Durant, I honestly will. right there. Yeah. I put him only over. If you put, Anthony yeah, Edwards. I'll put him for now. He's over Ant for sure. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Um, I'll put uh, yeah, you could yeah, where you putting yeah when Dame plays, when he plays, Dame is I would say right here. Yeah, that's when he's above Devin Booker. For he's the above Devin Booker, it. but he's right there S tier. Um, I'll say I I I think um oh. I mean, respectfully. Paul George. Oh, LeBron. What are we doing? I'm going to put this. Mm. I put him above Kevin Durant. I put him right there. Uh, Out of respect, I agree. Or 
We're putting him it's between Devin Booker for everyone out there, but um, yeah, we're putting him de- between Devin Booker and Damian Lillard. But I think respectfully, I will say since Devin Booker last year had a lot better numbers than him, even though he did last year pass the 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 record for number one scoring list. I'll give him LeBron as the low S tier. Yeah, that's fair. Going into the season, uh, another name that jumps out to me. Oh, Embiid's Embiid's definitely S tier. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to say he's definitely S tier. But I am. I put him behind Tatum. I put him, no, I, I I put him right here. So really, it would have to go like this. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree with. Yeah, we have Jokic one, Giannis two. I put Curry three. Mike's I'd put, put Embiid because I mean, yes, even though we saw what he does in the playoffs, that's my problem. Stuff like that, and and yes, you're right. It's an absolute huge problem. But the dude is probably I, one I of just, the best players I think in the he, league. I, my problem with him is also I think he relies too much on getting foul calls. Like when he doesn't That's when fair. he doesn't go to the free throw line, his numbers are very very low. Right? I mean, getting fouls part of it. He, he's seven feet tall, so he obviously gets fouled. Yeah, but uh, for me personally, well. I take Jason Tatum over Embiid. That might be a little ridiculous, but um, you know you've given me the benefit of down a couple of mine, so I'll, I'll let you put Joel Embiid at three behind Nikola Jokic and Giannis, which rightfully so. Um, but yeah. Uh, so another the next players we'll look at here. I okay. I'll say Jimmy Butler. Okay, hold on. Yeah, you got it. Uh, Wait, so he's a Jimmy Butler. I'll okay. put him. Yeah, I I'll put him. Where a, you want to put him? I put him behind Kevin Durant, but in front of Kawhi. Okay. Because again, Kawhi just doesn't play enough. Yeah. Fair um, enough. A name I also want to say before I forget who was it. Who did I, oh, I want. I think Shea's S tier. Shea is S tier. I like it. Thirty points per game. If the Thunder just I like it. I think he's an MVP candidate this year. I don't know if he'll get MVP. True. Yeah, behind True. LeBron for now. But uh, I put Shea Gilgis Alexander. If no, you want to put him in front, of I LeBron, put him ahead yeah. of LeBron. I might put him in front of. If you put him in front of Devin Booker, I wouldn't hate it. No, no, no. We can. Devin Booker performed really, really well last year. I'm not going to take that That's away true. from D Book. Uh a player, you know what? Because a lot of the big men dwindle. Mm. No, I'm not gonna do it. I'll, I'm gonna put him here, and you tell me how you feel about it. I was gonna put him a little bit higher, but since big men do dwindle, I think I'm gonna put him there. Bam at B. I put Bam at A. I was gonna do him at A. I, Anthony Davis. You might at hate. A. I might take Bam over AD. Because uh, talent wise, AD, but Bam plays uh, 82 games. He does, but I mean, I would at least because I would also argue AD could also be put in S tier you know as well. But I'll agree with you. I might put AD because I would also agree yeah. right here. Uh, you know, let me rephrase that. I think Bam maybe at the end of this year might be above Anthony Davis, but yeah. I'd put Jimmy over AD. But that's fine. I think that's fine. Yeah, you have it. No, I'll be fair. I'm not. I can't be biased there, especially with Anthony Davis. I mean, when AD plays, he's yeah. The, Best power forward in the league outside of probably yeah. Giannis. But. I mean, he's probably one of the best. I mean, even if you don't, if you just put him in the term of big man, he's probably top three big man when he plays and he's fully healthy because, really, like I said, the, the list dwindles after Jokic and Embiid. Right after that, you're like, okay, what other big man? Oh, we put Anthony Davis in there. We put – who else do we put in there in the big man category? I mean, I Jokic, mean, you put Embiid, Bam, Bam. You put Jokic, you put – Anthony Davis. So we say names like that. Cat. Like, uh, I mean, no, not even cat. I, I mean, you you would throw cat in there when you keep saying the names, but like 
the big man name is is not big, so it's obviously there's a bit of a drop off between. Them. Yeah, so I would say Anthony Davis has to be like the third best big man in the league, and then when he's fully healthy, he could probably he, when he's fully healthy and he plays like a- the Anthony Davis that we know. I think a lot of us are biased. I think I'm also biased when I say this because we. I think we're really best because we got to see him in a Pelicans uniform. Oh, Those Pelican days were crazy. Oh, he, he should have been an MVP. Uh, should have been an MVP one. Like, dude was getting full, like 30 and 20. Like, yeah. Dude was nuts. So it's like when he's fully healthy and he reaches full potential, he's probably debated as the best big man in the league. So yeah. I'll say that. He's definitely A tier. No, I, I I think that's fair. And it's injuries that bump him down to really an A tier is what I would really say. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. Um, I guess a name again, question marks and injuries, but I mean Paul George, I'd argue he's a low A right now, just because he doesn't. He's, he's uh, I'd say he's a, I think he's right behind Anthony Davis or not Anthony Davis, Anthony Edwards. Yeah, I think that's fair. So I'd say right here, Anthony Edwards. Um, who else we got here? Darren Fox, I think mm, an A. I think A as well. Darren Fox A. Um, I agree. Beal Bradley Beal is probably an A too. To be fair. I'd say B. You think B? He has something to prove. He has he, mm, not something to prove in a way because we know how he can perform and how good he is. It's just something to prove that now he's on a team that's good and like it can advance in yeah, a way. I think that's so. Fair. I would say B. I'll say B for Bradley Beal. B for Bam Adebayo. I'll say I think John Morant's probably S tier when he if he plays. I I'd mean, say he's a. Ooh, ooh. I put him. I might put him in front of LeBron when he's playing. Yeah, and he's suspended twenty five games. That's not like he's hurt, but yeah, fair enough. I'd also put him right in front of LeBron as well. That's yeah. fair. I agree. Okay. Let's see what we're seeing. What, you pick let's see what we're doing here. Um, I'm seeing some guys on this. I think I might throw out some D guys in here. Unfortunately. No, yeah, we probably should get some lower guys in there. Yeah, because I'm seeing a lot of guys. Some guys here. Okay, I'm gonna throw them out there. I'm glad you got a signing. You got some money, dude. But we got to see what happens this year. I'm gonna throw Fred VanVleet in the D. Yeah, the inefficiency is a is a problem for me. And well. it, yeah, his inefficiency wasn't that great. I, I like. It's just interesting how I could see him get signed. I mean, he definitely is a good player when he when he plays mm-hmm. and he wants to play. And he's consistent. He's definitely a good player. But like, it was just weird kind of seeing him get traded because it was just like, dude, he even did worse. Like he yeah. did bad. Like you know, it was just like you don't trade. Like I think what's great about this time frame and everything like people learning that NBA is a business stuff like that. One thing that you do learn nowadays as you get older and you like read about trades and stuff like that, like you don't trade bad players. You can't trade mm-hmm. bad players. Like no one's going to be like, Oh yeah, let me get the guy that stinks. Let me trade for that guy that stinks. Like, yeah, there's sometimes moments where people are like, Oh, that guy doesn't stink. I don't know why they got him. And it's more like a fit. It's more like they're just, Oh, this guy could probably fit. He shot this much, the percentage here. We're going to get him because we need these percentages for these certain times. But, there's those exceptions, but other times it's just like you don't trade for guys that are bad. That's you know, right. I don't want to get I, like you. The Knicks aren't gonna go pick up a guy that they don't need. Is That's what fair. I would say. They're not gonna go trade for someone they don't need. They're gonna go trade for someone that they need. That's fair. You know. So Fred Van Fleet, I, it was just weird seeing that, but I, I I had to throw him out there. I had to get some guys out of here. Um, yeah, I think see, that's but, fair. Another guy, I think we both jokingly agreed to this, but I think it's because of just situational and everything. I, I'm gonna do it. I'm also gonna put Rudy Gobert in the D level as well. Yeah, I, I was gonna. I was thinking about this one. I, I think if you make the argument about his rim presence, it's it's definitely there. So yeah, I might put him in a C for that alone. But the fit in Minnesota is just a problem. And uh, 
my problem is that the the Timberwolves gave up all that and more for uh, Rudy Gobert and finished eighth in the West and actually had one less playoff win than they did the year before they had Rudy Gobert. So for that reason alone, I put him above Van Vliet. But other than that, maybe low C. But yeah, I think Gobert's it's fair to put him at a D just yeah. because it does not fit. Yeah. And he just enough. also does not do much other than dunk and rim protect. Yeah. Clogged mm-hmm. up this. I think Anthony Edwards' game is getting held back a little bit because of the paint. And now Cat spends way too much time on the three-point perimeter, which is fine. He can shoot threes, but he's a little soft. But anyways, that's discussion for another time. Um, true, true, true. I'm, not, I'm just looking at this list, Mike. Uh, okay. I'd probably put – okay, I, I'm going to say I put Chris Paul D. Fair enough. Is, uh, I, I think I – I agree. I, no disrespect. Just at this stage in his career. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't see it, anything happening really. Um – I'm going to throw it out here because I'm really kind of debating on putting him in D, but I'm going to go Draymond Green and C. He still kind of impacts for his team. I, I mean, he's still a really good mix with Steph Curry, but, I mean. I might put him B, but. Ah, no, nah, it's hard to see because I think I see a lot of good yeah, B-level tier guys in here. That's fair. So, like, um, to be honest, I'll, I'll start off here. I'll put him in B. Kuzma over Draymond. I take Draymond over Kuzma. I Then I would go like this then. But, no, no, it's fine. You could, It's your thought. No, 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 no. no. Because I, I, I see what you mean by not better than Draymond. Well, I mean, but statistical I think he's better wise. than Draymond. Yeah, actually. actually no. Recently, I would say Kyle Kuzma's been better because that's yeah. just because Kyle Kuzma does more than just kind that's of fair. facilitate. That's fair. And, I agree know. with you, actually. I think you bring up good points. And also, um, with the Wizards, he's going to at least average at least 20. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if you want to put him a low B, I wouldn't hate that. But, yeah. No, I, no, no, I'll put low. I'll I'll, I'll say high C. We'll, we'll see how the B, because I'm still looking at, like I said, I still see a lot of good B-level tier players. So, we'll see. Yeah. and I, Okay. Looking at this now, I'll put, I think Jalen Brown's a, a high B. Okay. I agree. Because I, I don't B. think he's on the level. Obviously, not just talking about game I seven. think he's, I think he's, be- I will agree, and I will say this for his position, I think he's just position wise and obviously just kind of ranking wise, he's better than Bam, but but I'll I'll I'll, I'll, I'll say it's only because of last year I'll say he's better than Bam. He performed a really good at shooting guard. He had you know career numbers. Bam, I will say this: Jalen Brown put up his career numbers and it was like great because it's like career numbers and it's like he broke records. Yeah. If Bam does that in his position and beats career numbers in there, I think it's a lot bigger than Jalen Brown's yeah, numbers. I think so that's fair. We'll see if that happens. So, I think, and uh, I haven't seen that yet. We've already seen it from Jalen Brown, and it looked really, really good. It got him his contract, got him everything. But we did see him get exposed. But I did say this about that um, in an episode about the Celtics not performing well against the Heat. I said this, when you keep playing a team over and over again in so, in, in so many consistent years, and also you go up against a coach like Eric Spo and a team like the Heat, how they're very defensive-oriented, I'm not shocked that we exposed Jalen Brown for his left hand or his They've done it before, defensive, yeah. but we've done it before. Trey Young. You know, with Trey Young and guys like that. So people try to focus on, oh, he doesn't have a left hand. Nobody was saying that until yeah, the Heat. There's a reason up. why he's turning the ball over. It's not. It, yeah. The thing is, he's an NBA player. Jalen Brown 
it's not like his left yeah. hand is not working. Like, there's a reason why he's. You gotta give credit where credit's due. I mean, because that, that's a lot right. of jokes I've heard recently. Oh, he can't dribble with his left. Like even on pocket, like professional people. Oh, he can't dribble with his left. I'm just like, that's crazy. Nobody said this while he was putting up numbers. Nobody was saying this. Obviously, it was regular season. Oh, it's a regular season. Blah blah. blah, blah. But I'm like, even before then, in the playoffs when they were doing well, people were like, oh, they weren't like. Stop! Don't do that now because he played the Heat. I mean, okay. So, so then what we're saying is a YMCA team made a a top five shooting guard in the league have no left hand. You're telling me that then? Yeah. Is that what people are saying? So a YMCA team made Jalen Brown a top a top tier guard in in the NBA have no like don't have a left hand at all. Okay. Yeah. I, I I okay. That makes sense, people. That makes sense. <sighs> so, but I'll, I'll say that he's a high beer team, high B tier level player, has room to make it to the A. But I mean, if the he's if the inconsistencies show more, he probably drops down to C, probably more. But we don't hope yeah, for I that. Think that <laughs> I think that's fair for now, though, for sure. I think a so. B is fair. Um, right. I think there's a couple names we could just fire through here. Um, I think Clay Thompson's probably. He might be a high D, low C. I'd say low C. Okay. He still can do what he can do, which is yeah, shooting it off. Yeah, because he catches fire, and he can defend. Yes, and he can still defend. I mean, the defending is kind of coming down, but yeah, that's yeah. just because he's getting older, but that's fine. Um, Kyrie. I think Kyrie is low A. Low yeah. Okay, fair. Okay. I'm glad we could agree to that. Yeah. I was afraid you were probably going to say B. Nah. Okay. He still, he still had – he used to put up 20. Because I would almost – just based off talent, but I would almost say the same thing for Kevin Durant. Talent wise, they're probably S tier. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, Kyrie and KD probably S tier. Anthony just, Davis too. Yeah, Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis, like even Kawhi too. Kawhi, Anthony Davis, Kyrie, and like Kevin Durant. We we know they're S tier level players. It's just they haven't shown it in recent. Like we don't know. Yeah, like if, if like Kevin Durant, like. Kevin Durant does play, and maybe we should probably give it a little bit more respect. But like, I don't like. It was more Devin his Booker's playoff team. performance was uh, not great. Yeah, in, so in like a series, exactly. So. so yeah, I'll say okay. Another name, like uh, I guess Trey Young. Oh yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I think Trey Young. I'm I put him A. Okay, low A. After I'll go. He's better than. You better think he's better than Fox. He's better than Fox. I'd say that. He's better than Fox. Talent-wise, he's better than Fox. Talent-wise, because he could do more. Can His he? finishing is good enough. I mean, he can't dunk like De'Aaron Fox. Like, he wishes. I mean, that'd be crazy if, if Trey might... Young had De'Aaron Fox bounce. It'd be yeah. crazy. I, I mean, he's clutch, too, Trey Young. So, the only, obviously, clutch. De'Aaron Fox is defensive. Play. If you if you want to yeah. argue De'Aaron Fox is better because the defensive side of the ball, that's fair. I, 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 so, I, that's I, one thing that he beats him at? And yeah, like, offensively, beat, uh, Trey. Trey Young, defensively. So, I'll, I'll definitely take. I'll, I'll take Trey. And again, Knicks mm-hmm. fan here, but I respect Trey, and I think he gets too much slander. Um, mm-hmm. What's another name we can do here, Mike? Uh, um, it's interesting that he's in here, but not in, not not like bad. But I put him. Brooke Lopez. I put him above. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think that's fair. I put yeah, I probably put him above Kakuzman, like Dre, like these um, guys. I would, because he actually does. His numbers are actually good. Compared to them, like he's consistent and he's on a good team. You know what? I I, I like our point of respect on Brooke Lopez. You can, and I might put Kuzma. And he's been in the top. And he's been, dude. He's getting old, but he's in the 
top five in blocks and three point shooting and too. three point shooting. He's up there. He, I, I I respect that. I, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm chill with that. I'm um, sorry, I'm getting passionate, but I'm like, it's interesting that Brooke Lopez is killing this, and it's also like. Just think, this is like great. I, I don't know why I go into this all the time, especially with Brooke Lopez. The evolution of ball. This dude was a back to the basket guy. On the, he had, dude could not shoot anything, maybe past like the free throw line. And he didn't shoot threes when he was with the Nets. I think he might have one Never. career three. I don't even know if he had a career three with the New Jersey you Nets. You watch Brooke Lopez then, he was literally back to the basket. I'm hitting you with pump fakes, jump hooks, Put the work everything. In. But the now work he's in. leading the league in three point percentage as a big man, and then also still. Leading amongst the league in blocks, like I think, yeah, on a good team still. So I, I'd say he's high C, maybe arguably could be low B, but that's just because he's consistent and on a good team. Yeah, so that's fair. Um, yeah. what? Okay, what about Cat? Cat, I probably put B tier behind Bradley Beal. Yeah, I put B. He'd be low B. Yeah, low I think B. he's a little bit better than Lopez. Yeah. All right. Um, what else we got here, Mike? Uh, um, Mobley? he has a he. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna put him here. Because he still has a has room to improve, and and I think his leap will be. I think it's just he's not there yet because mm-hmm. we didn't see too much of last year, but we saw it in spurts. And I'm saying if he reaches it, but I'm gonna put him right here. Okay, that's that's exactly why I put him. I think he's getting he's yeah. a little for now. I think he's a little overrated. People value him a little bit mm-hmm. too much, I, but he's young and he has enough room to grow. Yeah. A lot of potential, so I think that's fair. Putting uh, Evan Mobley on the C tier right behind Brook Lopez. Yeah. Um. I'm only going to put this guy here, and it's based off talent, really. He's going to be here, and it, and, it, and really, it's just probably going to be bottom of it, and he has time to improve, or not improve, but he really has to show. I'm going to put him here. Lamella Ball. Lamella Ball and B. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think B is fair. I think I, it, It's based off the talent. He When he plays, he's really, really good and makes an impact and kind of makes really the whole team of the Hornets look good in a way, but injuries do battle him. Like, to be honest, because I would even, I mean, even when he did play that one year and they made it to the playoffs, I mean, I would even argue he might be a low A. Yeah. Like, a very low A, but, I mean, injuries, everything, I I had to put a B. I think that's fair. Uh, Who else we got here? Okay, I'm going to probably have to do the same thing, too, but I think this is more of a character thing. I'm going to put him. James Harden behind LaMelo. Yeah, B, that's fair. It's not that they're behind all these other guys, is what I would say. It's just he's injury. Lamelo's injury prone, and the James Harden is just James Harden. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't yeah, even yeah. know. Like he's James. Maybe you just Harden. don't know what's going on with the Sixers. This exactly. So it's like I would put him in B, and I know people are like, "Are you crazy?" Like he's a talent. He's S A talent. Talent like, wise, for sure. Talent wise, yes. Like we've already premised that. Yes, we know Kevin Durant. Like every, people that are going to see these lists, because I, I, I'm gonna we I I'm gonna po- we're gonna post these on our socials for sure. But like just seeing it, I'm just like we know these guys are S A tier, maybe talent, but like. One, we don't know what James Harden is going to do with the 76ers team. We don't know what we're going to see with James Harden. Kyrie Irving, we're still thinking, asking questions and stuff like that. LaMelo, we're still asking questions, so we don't know. So Yeah. Um, I guess a name that I'll put, I'll say, I mean, as the next one, I put Jalen Brown uh, high B tier. High B tier. Okay, I agree. I would probably. I put him, I'd I, almost put him right here. I, I was going to say, I might put. Bradley Beal. I was going to say, i put him definitely behind Jalen Brown and probably behind Bam Adebayo. Yeah. Uh, I think that's fair. I, he had a great year last year, I think. I want to see more from him. I, he was great in the playoffs, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But uh, I, I can't put him above the B tier just yet. Um, all right, let's do his teammate, Julius Randle. Um, okay. I'll put Randle. I'd probably put Randle behind behind Harden in B tier. Okay. Maybe in front of Harden. Uh, just because I, as a Knicks fan, I watch most of the games. 
puts up numbers. I don't know if it contributes to winning playoffs. I do not love how he played. I can go on all day about uh, Julius Randle. Again, all star. Respectfully, he, he's mm. he's had a very solid career. The inconsistency, inconsistency, for me. Uh, and his motor sometimes he doesn't. I don't yeah. know, but uh, I think B tier is fair for a guy who's been an all star for back to back years. Okay, if that's the case, then if we're putting him there, I'm glad we did. I'm sorry to be a jerk here. Sabonis over Lamelo. Um, well, Lamelo in the way. Not, I'm not so much over Lamelo, but over definitely yeah, yeah, Julius see, Randle and I stuff agree. like that. Because I would say, Demond Sabonis. I, I have Sabonis over Cat in my rankings, to be honest with you. But I'm. Okay. I think that's a fair place. See, for like him. I said, J- Lamelo Ball. You don't have to think about Lamelo Ball here, because like obviously, I want him somewhere. Yeah, it's I just want him he's in been a. hurt. He's just been hurt, so it's like it's really. He's kind of like he's just amongst B. Like I think that's like fair. He's B tier player, but, but he could be A at the end. Like he's gonna have a big year this year if he's healthy for sure. And I'm ex- I'm excited yeah. for the Hornets. I mean, I know we're talking about players here, but I'm just excited yeah. for the Hornets. But yeah, I think that's. But I'll fair. definitely go like this because I also would agree the way he's looking in like the Kings and his numbers and consistency and his double doubles. I mean, could even average a triple double with the way he's assisting too and off the the handoffs with Darren Fox. I mean. He's top, he's top. I mean, I I put him in even when we did our top five and everything. I put him in like for big men. I, I, I think he's a center. Right. He's a really good center for the Kings. So yeah, say so he works better with the Kings. That he looks a lot better playing than the Cat and the Timberwolves because obviously the situation going on there. So um, yeah. Okay. So if we're talking then big men, I mean, yes, his team's not there, and I know we just ranked his team pretty bad, and we were kind of questioning because I thought they were gonna do. They showed that they were good, but then I'm going to put this guy here then, too. Lori Market in B tier. B tier. Um, I think that's, yeah, I think that's that that's a fair place for him. Yeah. I think another name I would say, uh, DeMar DeRozan's definitely B tier, I think. Okay, I agree. I agree. I would then, if that's the case, i put him there. Levine C tier. Leave, yeah. He, <clears throat> I might put him behind DeRozan on B tier. Yeah, jeez, yeah. Dang, Cause I, he put, I he, hate he to just do had that. a bad year last year. Yeah, he's had a bad year, and I don't like when he has a bad year because I love Zach Levine. I mean, but it's hard because I'm looking at these other guys, and I don't want to put so much people because we could put as much people in B. That's fair. But I'm thinking of dropping him. Put, put Levine in like, C. We always can move it around if we have yeah. to. Right, I'll, I'll show you that. I mean, I think Kate Cunningham's going to be B tier this year. Yeah. He, so I think he, yeah. He's been, he's been hurt. Um, yeah. But I think we'll give him the benefit of the doubt as we are for a lot of these players. I think Kate Cunningham's B tier. Okay. Oh, a name we haven't I'm surprised we haven't seen yet is Jamal Murray. I, I think he's a high B. Yeah. High B. I would I probably say... I put him over Brunson. Yeah. Where's Brunson? Oh, uh, you put him over Brunson? Okay. I would I mean I, I just out of you gotta respect. Yeah, when he plays, yeah. Regular season maybe not as much, but yeah. wow, he's he's an underrated he's an underrated playoff performer for sure. He doesn't get enough credit. Yeah. I think that's fair. Dejounte. Mar- oh, I, I, I. Oh, you can pick any name you want, but um, mm. Zion Williamson. I'll put him here. Oh, Tyrese Maxey. Uh, yeah. Maxey. I think this year he's going to be a B tier, but for now, I, yeah, I, right there. Because if we're going to put Levine there, yeah, I still yeah, think Levine can't take, is yeah, better, better than, than Maxey, but that's just because sure. obviously he's older and he's been in the league a little bit longer, and obviously he's a Levine. I feel like. Is yeah, Max. He's also playing as the third option. Where if Harden yeah. leaves, that that's going to open the floor for him. But oh yeah, especially he definitely makes a jump. Especially if he could stay consistent and stay the score that he is. If if Harden leaves, he'll definitely jump up to B. Yeah, he could definitely be a battle in there. So cool. Um, 
Okay, if we're doing young guys, I'll put Paulo right here. Paulo Bencaro. Paulo in the B. I might put Paulo a little bit higher, but he's definitely B tier B tier player. Where would you put him then? Uh, for me, I'm really high on Paulo. Mm. I might put him right behind Lamelo. I would take him over Randall to be honest with you. But mm. I don't know if I I might put Randall behind. I think I would pick him over Randall. I think I would put him. I'd right him over here. Kat. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Yeah, we're, Sabonis we're big Paula Bencaro fans here, but uh, yeah, yeah, I think Fort Sabonis th- maybe not yet. Sabonis being all star, he is. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think Paula Bencaro is a B tier player. I think he's a, I think he's better than Cat, uh, okay. at least this year. All right, so then if that's the case, I mean, I put slander on his name, but I mean, this is a tier list in the top five. I put slander on him, but I'm not gonna put slander on him now. Jaron Jackson Jr. I'm gonna put him. If you want to put him above Brunson, that's fair. But yeah, I think I no. Ooh, yeah, I put him behind Brunson. I'll put him behind Brunson. Yeah, B tier. I think he's a B tier. DPOY, you know, did I mean could step into a bigger role now with John Moran being out for twenty five games. But I still think, like I even said before, he has. Yeah, I think he should step into a bigger role, scoring offensively and being more of a threat because he can score. He could shoot the ball. I mean, he talks about him shooting the ball from beyond the the hash line. So I yeah. mean. I feel like if he definitely steps up on this offensive line or on the yeah on the offensive end, I mean, I feel like he can jump up to A because, I mean, it, especially in his position, a lot of these big men, I'm not going to lie, like, bam, Jaron Jackson, DeMontis Bonus, and even with Paolo being a 4-5, these guys, they perform well. They can jump into the A-S tier for me because it's just like, one, their, their position, it dwindles because, you know, it's just the evolution of the game. But another thing is, like, Take advantage of that. Like they're they're amongst they're probably top these guys in their own position are top five in each of the in the, in their own position they're top five maybe top three. Yeah, I agree. So I agree. Um, but I'll say that about with Jaron Jackson and guys like Jaron Jackson, Bam and Tomatis and Paolo. Like you you have that time because I'll even say this here too. I'll even since we're talking about young guys and like big men that are amongst the big, I'm gonna graph Pascal Siakam and put him in B tier. I think he's he was B all tier NBA. talent. He was all NBA. B tier talent, I, but just not team wise. Yeah, I don't love the way he plays, to be honest with you. But I mean you gotta respect oh. he was all NBA third team. Yeah. If I pop, I might put him above Lori. Just cause all NBA third team. Yeah, that's true. All if you NBA want to put him Lori over him, that's fair. No, well, I, I probably would because uh, of Yeah, um, I I think on the I t- I like to do it on the eye test a lot, but yeah. I take Lori over Pascal, but just the fact that he was all NBA third team, you got to tip your cap up. But yeah. mm, would I take him over Demar? I don't know. Nah, not for now. I might put him Demar. I might put Pascal behind Demar. Mm. No, I probably wouldn't just because of last year. I mean, all NBA. He wasn't all NBA. He didn't really perform as much. I mean, maybe because he was on the Bulls and Raptors really kind of focused more on putting the ball into Pascal Siakos' hand. Even though so the Bulls with Demar, but I mean, I don't know. I would I'd put Pascal over Demar just yeah, for last year. That's so. fair. Um, mm, interesting. Some of these guys are really could be. I feel like a lot of these guys could really be. What about Zion? Interesting. Yeah. I I have to put him high B. I don't think he's A yet. Um, he just doesn't play enough. And I think that's the only factor. I think he's really this. I think he's just really low A tier. You take him over Bam? I would. If he's fully healthy. 
if they're it, fully okay, healthy. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's literally his only problem that he's no, not healthy. Is. When he plays, he's like twenty and fifteen. Like it's just crazy. Like that's the, really the only depressing part about Zion Williamson. When he doesn't play, it's horrible. It's like we don't know if it's you know whatever issues going on. But then when he plays, it's like he's a monster. Insane. Absolute monster. He's a, a talent wise monster, but it's just like whoa. I don't like it's just hard for him like to play. But um going from there on, I guess man, a lot of these guys, dang. Interesting. What okay, we'll do uh I think Mikael Bridges is in B. I, I gotta say he's in B too as well, but I put him over I put him I'd put I might him. put him right I might put him in front of Harden. That might be crazy to say. The two-way player and he's average him being the number one option in Brooklyn. Yeah, I'd say same thing too. I agree. Mm, interesting. Some of these guys are very, very interesting. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did not. Okay, I did not see a lot. I'm also gonna put him right here. OG on OG on in the D. I mean, I take him honestly. I, he'd probably. Be, I was know, gonna say I. I take him. C. I would take him over uh, Clay. Really? I didn't see too much production from him. OG? Yeah, not too he's much. He's one of the the better two-way players in the league. Yeah, like defensive-wise, yeah, for sure. But, like, I mean, on that, I mean, I'd rather than just get Clay because at least on the offensive end, he's going to do what he's got to do. That's fair. That's fine. I, that's, OG, I agree. I mean, I hope I, he has – he. that's why I said to begin off, I didn't see enough. I see. I see. So this next year, he could definitely have that leap, but depending on if he's still on the team or not. Okay. But, that's fair. Um, that's fair. Because then that—that's where I bring this guy in, and I think Andrew Wiggins is better than him, better than Clay. But he's probably a C tier level guy. I put Wiggins. I put him right behind Levine. Okay, fair enough. Just because Levine is the number one option, I'd rather have Levine as number one option than yeah. Andrew Wiggins. Uh, but I think that's that's fair. Wiggins probably doesn't get enough respect. Yeah. Number one overall pick. Obviously. Okay. I think this guy would be. Uh, this might be messed up because we have Zach Levine here, and, and maybe now we might move him up. Because I, th- I'm going to move him up here. This is the only reason why. Move him up here because he's really going to kind of be like the bottom cap of that B. I think that's fair. I think this guy right here is Jeremy the Grant. epitome of like a really good C tier player because yeah. the numbers last year was really really good on like the twenty four game. I think it was twenty four twenty five a game. Twenty four twenty five a game, and he still had like even I think he almost averaged like a double double. So it's just like he was really really good. He got paid a bag too, and he got paid a lot. So we're gonna see how he plays after that. But Jeremy Grant, I mean, he, I mean. I, I'm a little bit biased because I got to see this guy at the guard, but the guy dropped 40 points without nothing. And I was like, ooh, what? On my Knicks. Uh, uh, yeah, on the Knicks. So I'm just like, it's interesting. But I, I would say I'm. this is where I bump up Zach Levine because I got to give it to Jeremy Grant's probably like right there because he could be B. He really uh-huh. could be B, but he's on the Portland Trailblazers. I can't really see that too much with the team. So yeah, I will say that. All right. Um, I'll say I think Scotty Barnes also probably in the – D tier, maybe or maybe right behind Ananobi or, yeah, I would say D tier because he still has lots to prove. Last yeah, he, year he kind of like dropped he off a little. I was bit. gonna say I don't know if he got much better after rookie year, but I mean it's yeah. only his third year in the league going into his off. Only third year, so we developmental still got time to improve. 
You know, at least he's not like these two. It's Chris Paul you know, and Rudy Gobert. And Rudy Gobert, they were, you know, a little bit older and got to figure it out. Yeah. Um, oh. But okay. from here. I think, uh, I think, out of respect, I think Drew Holiday is right above Levine. Probably above Cade Cunningham right now. Yeah, fair B-tier. enough. Yeah. If you want to argue DeRozan. I would say DeMar, yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, who else we got? Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton would have to be. I mean, he was hurt, too. I put him. I probably mm, put him right here. Yeah, I think that's fair. Right behind Zach Levine in the B tier. Oh, Zach Levine, yeah. Um, Tyrese Halliburton. What about him? I'd pro- I I think he's B tier. I think he's B tier. I think he's. I think he's above Lamelo right now. Think so he's better than Michael Bridges and all them. Mm, I think he's better than Lamelo. I don't know about. I think he's than better him. than Harden. I think he's better than like definitely better than Harden. All them, yeah. Yeah, if Lamelo's healthy, I might take Lamelo over him. Honestly. Fair enough. Yeah, I think that's fair. Desmond Bain. I, yeah, Desmond Bain. How we feel about Desmond? I would say I think he's, he's a C tier. You think so? I think he's a little overrated. Okay, so I would say maybe right here. Where do you put him? If I put him right here, that's I like. I feel that. like he's a better. He's better. He does. He does more than he does more. I, I think on a level than after the, after this year. Right now, definitely higher than Maxi. After this year, I'll I'll tell you this. I think Maxi's gonna be better than Desmond Bain. Okay, but fair Bain enough. Bain also, without Jaw for 25 games, has a chance to show why he got paid that $225 million contract. I mean, he did. I mean, he has done it before when John Moran was out. He did perform on a I, decent I just, level. I just didn't think he was worth that contract. But That's I, fair. Good well, for he, him. Uh, he, has, he, has, he has this year to prove it to you. He does. He does. He does. All right, we got three um, more. B.I. I'd say B tier. Above. I think he might be above Macal Bridges. Oh, whoa. You're going up. Oh, no, that's fine. Let me see. So you're putting him above Brunson, above. Mm-hmm. Mm. The only problems for me with him is injuries. If we're saying fully healthy, I put him I put him behind Brunson, but I'm not going to be that. Like, I don't want to be that guy. But, yeah, I think that's that's fair. You could put okay. you could put him you could put him in front of Brunson. Yeah, no, I'll keep him for my Behind Jamal Murray, so. yeah, I think that's fair. All right, okay. DeJounte Murray – I think he's either a low B or high C. Yeah, there wasn't too much. Probably I saw. C. Yeah, I'd probably go like this. Yeah, behind Jeremy Grant on C turn. Darius Garland, B, B. Yeah, I think that's I'd fair. go B. I go B because the talent is there. We've seen him go crazy. Talent is there, but we gotta see if he does. If he's gonna be a good little mi- matchup with Donovan Mitchell, because it's still a question there. Yeah. So wow, that's our list, though, Mike. This is our list, man. This is a we'll nice. Make sure little to list. Uh, screenshot it so we can put it on our social media platforms. Obviously, oh, yeah. let us know if you 100%, disagree. Hundred percent. We got our NBA and our players tier list, so we'll see what people think, man. Like, definitely let us know if we've got anything wrong or we don't know basketball. Like, let us know, man. I know a lot of this is a lot of B guys. We got a lot of B tier guys. A lot of guys that are still kind of like in the middle of the pack that could show a lot. But, I mean, we still got guys that maybe are, like, in the C-tier level that people are like, whoa, y'all are crazy. But, I mean, hey, we probably just, in our eyes, we don't see, we haven't seen enough or we've seen so much or we've seen too much. So, we'll see how that goes. But, um, you're hearing it here on Hooping with Mike and Brian. Uh, Brian, you got anything, last anything words to say, man? No, I mean, I think that was a great uh, little episode. Again, thank you for everyone if you tune into our bonus segment. Uh, we got more content coming out. Obviously, the last couple of weeks were unprecedented, but, uh, We'll be back in. Yeah, no, for sure, yeah. We'll definitely be back in the studio soon, so definitely um, stay tuned to our... Um, oh, I our, forgot to say the socials. <laughs> one more time. Yeah, 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 get it out there, man. 
Oh, uh, you know, obviously I'm on all platforms. I know I sound like a record, but we're at Hoopin' with Mike and Brian on YouTube and all streaming platforms. We're also at Hoopin.mb on uh, Instagram and TikTok. And we're at Hoopin' underscore MB on Twitter. So all platforms, you know where to find us. Yeah, you know where to find us and stay in tune. So keep listening. Keep tuning in. Keep hooping.